Broadcasting live from the Vegas Video Network Studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Talk Tales! And now our host, she's our very own kaleidoscope of talent! What? It's Kelly Clinton! So excited. Welcome to Talk Tales on the Vegas Video Network. I am your host. My name is Kelly Clinton, hyphen home. Yeah, that's my, anyway, it's a long story, but it's an added on name and a very handsome gentleman named Clint Holmes. He got me this and some other stuff. Boy, do we have a great show for you this week. Oh my goodness. We have, uh, oh, our special guest star is an actress. Uh, an award-winning actress, and a singer, and a movie star. Guess who's here? Pia Zadora. <laughs> For the longest time, I, I always just put, pushed the, the name all together. I said, Pia Zadora. Like, P is Adora. G is Akara. It was all wrong, but I got it straight now, and I'm very excited. She's my first girl guest. Can you believe we haven't had a female on the show yet? But before we meet Pia Zadora, I want you to meet a couple of other folks in the studio. Over here is Mr. Kenny Davidson, our Talk Tales Orchestra. Yeah. He is our orchestra today and always. And I also want you to meet Scott Whitney, our producer, director. Hi, Scott. Uh, konnichiwa. Kazuchiwa, or Kazunheit, I should say. <laughs> hey, Scott. Yes, dear. You want to hear about some exciting things that I've been through this week? Yes, I do. Tell me. Okay, all right. It's, it's so refreshing to hear someone actually ask me something. My <laughs> husband just nods and goes, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Okay, so this week. Well, he we, does what exactly? Well, he goes, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm, and then really he changes like the channel. And, and I don't change. I, I don't anyway, <laughs> anyway, so we went to uh, the Smith Center, which, as you know, uh, our guest today is going to be playing uh, the Cabaret Jazz Room, and my husband plays the Cabaret Jazz Room. We were in Reynolds Hall, though, and we met a musical god. We met Mr. Stephen Sondheim. Oh. Oh, my goodness. And, I, and my friend Bill says, well, this is Kelly, and he says, are you a singer, Kelly? And I said, <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, I am. And Bill says, she has done your song, Not Getting Married Today. Have you guys ever heard that song? It's, it's uh, I, hello, studio audience. Um, they, it's, a, it's the fastest song in the world. It goes a million miles an hour. And it was like I, I was in a dream or something. He said to me, did you do it as fast as you can? And I said, well, Mr. Sondheim, I don't think I have. And so he said to me, people don't understand that that song that goes a million miles an hour is easier to do fast. And it was just like, it was like a dream come true, having the, the songwriter uh, tell you about the song. And he said, the P's, the K's, the consonants, be careful with those. And people never believe him that the faster the better until I make them do it. Here's a little sample. 
Pardon me, is everybody there? Because if everybody's there, I want to thank you all for coming to the wedding. I'd appreciate you going even more. I mean, you must have lots of better things to do. And not a word of this to Paul. Remember, Paul, you know the man I'm going to marry, but I'm not because I wouldn't ruin anyone as wonderful as he is. So I thank you all for the gifts and the flowers. Thank you all. Now it's back to the showers. Don't tell Paul, but I'm not getting married today. Listen, everybody, look, I don't know what you're waiting for. A wedding, what's a wedding? But a prehistoric ritual where everybody promises fidelity forever, which is maybe the most horrifying word I've ever heard of, which is followed by a honeymoon. Suddenly you realize he's had a little nightmare. Usually someone tells me to shut up by now. I, I was. So anyway, it was so surreal, I, Scott. I have to. Thank you. Thank two, you. Two things were going on there. First, I yes. was incredibly intimidated by that. <laughs> and second, I have to say, be, you know, I'll be honest with you here. Now, I'm glad that Clint's not here, quite frankly, but you are looking quite lovely. Oh, well, thank um, you. I'm guessing thank that you. you're probably feeling pretty good, too. Well, well, it's a week before my cycle. <laughs> and I ain't talking about my bike, Scott. I said it's a week before my cycle, 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 cycle. I ain't talking about my bike. I just thought I ought to warn you. This is a part of me I don't think you'll like. Oh. Easily irritated. My emotions are out of whack. We'll be back with my stomach is all bloated. I got pain in my lower back. You know, one of the things I like best about the Vegas Video Network are the people. There are no divas here. Everyone is exactly the same off camera as they are on. Hey, guys, what's uh, Cocktail of the Week this week? You know what? I'll let you know what it is when it's time for you to know what it is. Why don't you get off the stage and get back in your production hall? Oh my God. You know what? And tell Cheap Ass Whitney to get us some decent brand liquor. This hobo off wrap crap ain't cutting it. God, idiots. Totally. Welcome back. Welcome back to Talk Tales. I am your host, Kelly Clinton Holmes, and I hope I didn't scare you away with my PMS Blues song before the break. But I'm very excited because today, my first female guest, uh, so she understands the PMS Blues, I'm sure. She is an uh, award-winning actress, singer, movie star. Say hello to Pia Zadora. <laughs> Yay! Hey! Chicks! It's just the chicks. It's just the girls. We are the chicks. And not only are you my first female guest, but you're my first guest who has agreed to drink some alcohol. Yeah! Yeah! The show is called Talk Tales, but we haven't drank since I started hosting. I know. So. I can't leave you alone for a second. I know. So what do you It's got? not okay. You either have to drink <laughs> or rename the show. See, we're going to start a new, uh, a new foundation or something or have a telethon. Drink, drink, drink. What do you got? You got you got something to, to I add got to some, our I got some Queen Olives. She brought her own olives with because her. Because we're queens. Queen Olives. Are we queens? Yes, we we're are. We're the chick queens. Well, I have to say, before we get into the interview, you are stunning. You are absolutely gorgeous, and your shoes are to die for. Thank you. In fact, you can't see the shoes, but if I were wearing those shoes, I would die in them. Whoa, hey, hey, watch the camera angle. There we go, there we go. See? Now this is a my girl, sparkly girl sparkly on girl, <laughs> girl on girl interview. Girl on girl interview. I know Scott is going crazy. So Pia, you're from New Jersey. Yes. I'm from New Jersey. We are in New Jersey. I'm from Palisades Park, New Jersey, and you are from Hoboken. 
Hoboken. Yeah, but I just lived there for a year. Only for a year? I got scared out by the smell. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. Bad I was rat. asphyxiated and I had to move. <laughs> and where were you from originally? I was from Hoboken. Oh, but only one year? Yes, oh. only one year. Do you, do you feel like there's a part of Jersey in you? Though? Yeah. Where did, where did you leave and go to after that? I went to Queens. To Bro uh -huh. Brooklyn and then Queens. Okay. So you are a New Yorker, and I didn't know this, but you are a Broadway baby. Yeah. You I started when I was seven. Seven years old. On Broadway. Tell was, us about I that. I was a very shy little girl. I know it doesn't seem right. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to a parochial school. And the nuns thought that I was socially retarded. Are you serious? I am serious. I was an only child. And uh, I went to a dramatic school. I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts uh -huh. to bring me out of my shell. And Burgess Meredith was looking for a little girl to co-star with Tulula Bankhead in a Broadway show. Wow. He scouted me. I auditioned. And that's it. That, that was is amazing. So the nuns almost, almost held you back from the career that you've had. My goodness, they are so mean. They pull your hair and they call <laughs> you retarded. They're terrible. Now, your parents were in show business as well, right? My mother was a singer. My father was a uh, concert master, musician, oh. violinist. So that's how they ended up put. So you think because they wanted to bring you out of your shell, they put you in, in dramatic school, right? Well, I had the musical ability. Uh -huh. They started me singing when I was three or four years old. Uh -huh. And so it just kind of segued into the music being my way of kind of expressing right. myself. Because I really couldn't express myself right. very well. I only spoke Polish until I was a year old. Oh, so you're, you're Polish and Italian, Italian, right? Yeah. So you only spoke Polish. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you speak it now? Or I is do. it gone? Did it stay in you your You know, memory? when I'm speaking to someone who speaks, it's okay. I, I'll get it, you know. Can you give it me takes me a while. Can I say anything? I speak well, French too. Really? Give, give us a little of that. Oh, parlez-vous du bonnet? I would absolutely love to, <laughs> and I'd like some ketchup <laughs> on the side. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember the first production you were in? Uh, Burgess Meredith put you in there. What was the role? It was a little girl, and I was being corrupted by Tallulah Bankhead, who was this crazy drinking, smoking babysitter. Uh, I was seven, and she just, it was a comedy, Mary Chase comedy. Uh -huh. She just kind of made me crazy. But then I was in Fiddler on the Roof. I was the youngest daughter for two years. and Two years on Henry. Broadway. On Broadway. On Broadway. Yeah, with Zero Mustale and Herschel Bernardi. And, That's which amazing. is how I uh, got my grasp of three only, only three Yiddish words anyone needs to get by in life. Okay, did we get those already? Muzzle, tough, oive, and schmuck. Oh, you know what? That could get you to a night out on the town. Yeah. And you have one person laughing really hard. I know. I'm taking Should I say off. one schmuck? No. Oh. I love you. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so, so you were on Broadway at an age like that. Did you, did you get the bug right away? Were you, a, were you hooked in there right away? Like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life? You know, I really didn't. No? But it was an escape because I couldn't relate to my peers, mm -hmm. so I used that as a way of being important right, and expressing myself. Absolutely. That is usually the story of an entertainer. My husband and I talk about this all the time, is if we're shy or, or scared, uh, this is the way we express ourselves. And it ended up, for all, of, all the three of us I just mentioned, 
being what we did for the rest of our lives so far. Anyway, yeah. so we're going to talk more with P Piazadora, Piazadora, <laughs> Piazadora, after we take a, a short commercial break. And we, we're going to talk about the movies, a couple of the relationships in her life, and perhaps she'll sing for us later. I'm thrilled to have you, and I'm going to try her little shoes on before we come back. <laughs> we'll be right back after this with more Talk Tales. Traditional media means that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. Welcome back to Talk Tales. I'm your host, Kelly Clinton. Hey, if you want to reach us, you can email us, talktales at vegasvideonetwork.com. Or you could actually leave us a voicemail, and you can, might make it on the air. All you have to do is go to the website, vegasvideonetwork.com, and, and click on uh, this. Right there, it says, Start Recording. Tell us how you feel. Ask us some questions. Or if you want to talk to us right now while we're on the air, if you have a question for Pia or myself or Kenny or Scott or, all the, or the audience, you could, uh, you could do the live chat with us. So, um, and if you don't get to watch us right in the moment live, you could always check us out on VegasVideoNetwork.com and watch the shows. You could check us out on YouTube. You could check us out on Roku. You could check us out on KSHP 1400 AM Radio 12pm, right, Scott? Yes, Every Saturday, we are back with Pia Zadora, who her shoes aren't so little after all, but they still didn't fit. She wears a 7. I wear a 9.5. I don't want to talk about that. Welcome back, Pia Zadora. You're so gorgeous. Um, you've you've been been in movies and television. What was the the big movie that you were in? I know what it is. And where where you won a Golden Globe award for new artist, best actress? Yes, best newcomer. Best new artist, and the movie was Butterfly, Butterfly with Orson Welles and Stacey Keach. You know, not everybody could say that I was in a movie and it was in Orson Welles and Stacey Keach. How old were you at the time? I was in my early 20s. Early 20s? Yeah. And, and, and what was it like working with Orson Welles? Oh, Orson Welles was a kick. Yeah? He was out of control. He had a marijuana patch. I mean, oh, he didn't really? say anymore. Is that so? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. At lunch break, he went home to uh, water his marijuana patch. Water, that's, yeah, that's what a lot of folks say. I'm going to water my marijuana patch. <laughs> so I said, let's get naked and smoke. <laughs> which is my line from Hairspray. Now you... Which was my favorite movie. Was that your favorite movie? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. So, uh, but can I go back to Butterfly for a moment? Because there was a lot of controversy there. Sure. First of all, the storyline was a little edgy. Incest. Tell us about... Incest. incest. Yeah. Yeah. So talk about watering your marijuana. Anyway, so... And you were naked in the movie, weren't you? There was a... There partial? was a partial. There was a topless and... Right. And so what was it like doing a movie on that subject? I think I was too young to really understand mm -hmm. it. It was just working with those guys, though, was really amazing. I mean, Stacy was just 
a consummate actor, and Edward Albert Jr., and Ed McMahon, ho, 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 was in uh, it. Oh, wow. And I, I was a baby, and it was an interesting... What I liked about the character was she was a very strong, strong person. Uh-huh. And she wanted what she wanted, and she was going to get what she wanted, no matter how she got it. And I like that. It made it empowered me. Uh -huh. I wanted to connect with that type of a person. Right. Now, you know, I mean, not unscrupulous. Obviously, yeah, right. it was just a movie. But but just str a strong. Yeah, there was a part of me that felt that, and I wanted to right. bring that to the screen. I know we all want to be stronger women. Do you feel like you've changed a lot over the years? I mean, you were in your early 20s. Now you're in your late 20s. Have <laughs> you, uh, do you feel like you speak up for yourself more now and, and kind of tell people what you want and what so. you don't want? I think as, as you mature, uh -huh. you develop a sense, a stronger sense of yourself right. and the ability to really assert yourself right, in a good way. Now, can we talk about... Um, uh, your your earlier marriage to an older gentleman? Sure. Okay, so you married uh, Mr. Rickless, who was a very powerful man in Las Vegas and probably all over the world, right? Mm -hmm. So you got a little criticism when you got that Golden Globe Award. How did you respond to that? Because we get a lot of praise as entertainers, but we also get uh, picked on a lot. How did you handle that at the time? Well, obviously, you know, he was my husband and he was an older man. He had financed the film. And people were saying, oh, he bought the Golden Globe. Right. But you can't buy a Golden no. Globe. You can't buy, I had a Grammy nomination also. You can't right. buy a Grammy nomination. It made for great copy, but it wasn't true. Right. And our relationship was, we met when I was very young. And there was a big age difference. He was, I think, 40-something, mm -hmm. and I was 19. Mm -hmm. And he was extremely powerful, extremely bright extremely funny, had a very thick accent. I didn't understand what he was saying, <laughs> which was part of the problem. Well, <laughs> sometimes can make a relationship last longer. No, we had, we had two great kids together, and he, he had a strength that I had never known in a man because my father just wasn't that way. Right. And but, but the point is you were an actress long before you met him. So well, that's so, true. It's so mean. People can be so mean, but there's someone on the line. Do we have a live chat question? Oh. We do, we do. Actually, okay, really you kind of touched on it. Julie wanted to know what was your personal reaction to winning the Golden Globe New Star of the Year? I mean, personally, how'd that affect you when your name was called? Well, it was, it was kind of scary because when I was nominated, I was, I was blown away. I had no idea what the, goal, what the foreign press was. I had no idea... You had no idea. You know what? This is what I did. I asked you a question. We had 10 seconds left. So we're going to be continued. Okay. Right after this. TPC. Hold that thought. Okay. For more intense conversation with Pia Zadora on Talk Tales. This is David Ivey from Pub Crawl. It's funny because this is David from... You should, you should, no, you should just leave it on. Hi, I'm David Ivey from Pub Crawl and you're watching the Vegas Video Network. And scene. Okay, so when we went up to the break, Pia was in the middle of her answer on her reaction, her response to winning the Golden Globe. Pia Zadora, you are the winner. Take it. I was totally, <laughs> I was totally blown away. And it was because 
I had no idea that I was going to win. I thought it was a huge long shot. Right. It was the Newcomer of the Year award. Uh, the film hadn't been released. Nobody had seen it yet. I was basically an unknown in Hollywood, mm -hmm. but the foreign press had seen it. And it was the award that Marilyn Monroe had won and, wow. and Marlon Brando had won. Wow, and I just, I, I didn't even want to go because I didn't want to walk away a loser. Right. <laughs> and when they called my name, I was like, hello, really? I ran up there and I grabbed it before they decided they, they made the wrong, <laughs> wrong decision. <laughs> it was like, the whole thing was such a whirlwind. But, you know, in retrospect, when I won that award, I had a choice. You know, there was a lot of controversy surrounding it because I was an unknown. Right. My choice was either go home with my tail between my legs right. or get out there and use the visibility that it, that it gave me to do my thing Absolutely. and be who I was, Wonderful. which is what I did. You know, it's so funny. When you first reacted, I expected you to go, what? But everything you say is in this sexy, beautiful voice. Was, is that just a natural thing? I don't know. My husband, my husband is a cop, and he has, he, you know, from guns, he has a little loss of hearing. Yes. And I speak very softly, but I sing very loudly. Yeah. And he's always going, what? What? I can't hear him. It's really annoying. But yeah. I do speak softly, yeah, don't I? Yeah, you have this very sexy voice, and, and I think I'm going to try to put more of that into my own life. Okay. Um, let me go back to, uh, you, you mentioned, you said gun. The, the hearing loss from, from him, he's a police officer. Yes. But you were in a very loved movie, Naked Gun, 33 and a half. That was my favorite, 33 oh my and a third. 33 and a third? Yeah, with Leslie Nielsen. Oh, what, what was Academy that like? The Academy Award scene was the, uh, the big scene. It was crazy. They're, those guys are so much fun. Yeah. It's crazy to They drink like we do. I haven't oh, taken they, a sip yet. They drink. They, <laughs> they sit on fart bags. Oh. They do everything. Nothing beats that. No, it's crazy. You know, that's what this show is missing. Cheers. Fart bags. I have to okay. drink the red. Uh, cheers to our first girl show. Cheers. Hey, Pia, you had a lot of success in the recording industry. Mm -hmm. I know that you did really well in Europe as well. Tell us about your recording career. Well, I had a duet with Jermaine Jackson that was the number one duo of the year. Uh, Jermaine Jackson Jackson? Jermaine Jackson Jackson, and I had a bunch of number one records on my own. Mm -hmm. I had a big recording career in Europe. In Europe? I was a pop star. Here, here as well. And here, though. too, I, got, I was nominated for Grammy. Uh -huh. I lost to Tina Turner in 1984. Who? I'm sorry, I'm not familiar. Tina Turner. <laughs> 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 if you're going to lose, lose uh, to that's Tina right. Turner. That's right. right. And then Sinatra kind of nabbed me, and I started doing the standards, which are the songs I'm doing now on my show. Which we have to say, I mean, this is the most important thing about our interview today, is you are performing at the Smith Center. July 27th and 28th in Cabaret Jazz. And that's what we should expect is, is some great standards. Mm -hmm. And who's working with you? I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> tell them, tell them. Vinnie Falcone. And Vinnie Falcone was, was with Sinatra. His, musical director. His, his uh, conductor. conductor, arranger, and uh, he was with him for years. And you met Sinatra many, many years ago. Mm -hmm. And he, he saw your act. And he called you, and what did he say? Well, he sent me a uh, bouquet of roses, white roses. <laughs> God, that never happened to me. Go ahead. From the guy with the blue eyes. Uh-huh. And you knocked him dead, kid. And uh. then his people called me and said, would you like to open for Frank and tour with him? I'm like, oh, well, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Will you do a little a little piece of a song for us before we go, Pia? Sure. All right, and I'm going to be there on July 27th and 28th. You don't want to miss this wonderful performer, entertainer, and uh, my first beautiful lady on the show. Oh, I'm glad I was the first girl. First one. I'm the first one. To you take never sip. take that. I'm the first away sipper. From us. You're the first <laughs> sipper. That's right. It's very clear. Our love is here to stay. Not for a year, but ever and a day. The radio and the telephone, the movies that we know, may just be passing fancies. And in time will go. But oh, my dear, ah, our love is here. He is Adora. Thank you so much for being our guest. We will Not see you at the Center, and we'll see you back on Talk Tales next time. Ever Thank you, Kenny in time, the Rockies may crumble, may crumble. Gibraltar may tumble, may crumble. they're only made of clay, but I love is here to stay. Woo! I'll drink to that. Woo! Woo! play a little more, play a little more. Ah, thank you so much, Pia. That was fun. Fun.